<laughs> oh, man. We're coming in for that landing. Salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And it's the Money Cast Monday, or the Mini Cast Monday, Valentine edition, because it's Valentine's Day. And I love you. If this is your first time listening to the show, uh, if this is the second time, or if this is the hundredth time that you've listened to the show, or the thousandth time that you've listened to the show, uh, I love you. And I mean that out of, like I, like I genuinely mean that. I mean that out of pure honesty. Um, you know, if you're if you're listening to this the day that it's come out, or you're listening to this hungover from the Super Bowl, or if you're listening to this, if you're out there in Canada, right, with the truckers, or if you're in the land down under, fighting against tyranny, whenever you're listening to this, I love you. And that's what you have to understand. Uh, as we've talked about on the show, speaking of the land down under, in Lakesh, that great Aboriginal saying of, I am another you. Hate to sound crazy, don't want to sound wild, but I do love myself. But in order for me to love myself, I have to intrinsically respect and appreciate every single other person's existence here. And so when I say in Lakesh, I am another you, I love you in a weird, selfish way. It's like me saying I appreciate myself because I can see me in you, as I'm sure you can see parts of yourself in me. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this edition of Factions of Freedom. Again, I am your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And things are crazy right now, uh, as they should be. The world is going into a state of revolt. The world is being engulfed by a spirit of revolution. Thank Lord. Thank the Lord God Almighty. And we will not be able to put this genie back in the bottle. Most certainly. From this point on out, things will progressively get crazier. You know, they're, they're, they're talking about rolling back some of these restrictions. Part of me is wondering, what for? Is it because they don't want the revolution? Is it because they still, they killed enough, they, they know they've poisoned and killed enough people? What for? Why are they rolling back the restrictions? It's not that they're listening to us. These people are going to a whole nother state of authoritarianism, outright calling people domestic terrorists classifying them as extremists so that they have even more law enforcement powers, uh, not only to surveil them, but eventually to detain them. So why, why are they rolling back the restrictions? We covered that in this most recent podcast episode. Iowa's rolling them back. The UK is rolling them back. You've even got people like uh, the CNN Dr. Leanna Wynn saying that the science has changed. Oh, well, the science has changed. So we're going to keep an eye on that as that unfolds, because it's not that they're listening to the will of the people or the voice of the people. They have even more nefarious plans queued up for them. You know, I want to say something real quick about the state of bread and circus we're in, the clown world we're in. But before I do so, I want to say support this operation by going to coffee.com forward slash noise era. 
you can support us by getting yourself a subscription tier. You can also support us uh, by buying us some red pills. God knows we need more. We might even need some white pills. You know, and you because uh, what's cool is you can leave a little message with every single donation, um, and I'll read those. Maybe I'll if if it becomes like a continual thing and we start having more people donate. You know, maybe uh, maybe I read some of the messages because we're getting cool messages on our Instagram people that are like, "Hey, we're glad you're back. Hey, we're happy to see you," uh, and things like this. You know, and I feel kind of rude because I'm like, all right, cool. Now that we're on Instagram, where else should we go? Should we go back to Parler? Should we go? Uh, should we bounce back to Gap? Uh, you can find us over here on Insta, uh, on Telegram. And so I'm I'm seeing these these messages that make me want to come back and do the work in a different way on Instagram because we left an impact there. You know, and this kind of ties into what I'm what I'm going to be talking about with the Super Bowl, the Super Circus, and everything else. The work. The time frames we're in, you know, and 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 for me personally, how it all ties together, right? Let me see something real quick. Might be a little better. How it all ties together. Um, you know, I I this this past I I, I went to a Super Bowl party. And, and I know some people are listening like, oh, well, good job. You know, I, I am so engulfed by this type of work and everything else I'm doing that I don't really take a lot of time to decompress, let's say, to 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 uh, to earthing, to being human, to doing things like that, to, uh, to watching the Super Bowl. You can clearly tell I could care less. But I took some time and I went to a Super Bowl party with some friends of mine. My wife and my newborn baby daughter is now five months and um, creeping up on six months. And uh, it's crazy, man, just how how things progress, you know, how you get older, how you how your priorities change. You know, I'm like over here looking at my NFTs. I'm talking with developers about things like this. You know, I'm checking out what's going on in the land down under. I'm checking the news feeds to see if there's like an actual uh, trucker protest that's disrupting the Super Bowl, you know, all this other stuff. You, it, 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 It's interesting what you find yourself discussing as you find different ways to move forward with your life. And, and, and I think what I'm trying to say by connecting this to being on Instagram, and this is a whole derailment because I was just telling you guys to support us and I'll, I'll send out the messages I get from Instagram and the messages I get from coffee that support us. But it, it, it's tying back into, again, the work that we used, the work that we did the path, the path that we were trying to blaze, how awesome the task is before us, and the mindset that's required to keep the pressure going forward. Um, you know, I th- I think just to strip away all the fanciful talk. You know, I was hanging out with some old friends, and you know, the sad truth is, is some of them have taken the shot, and I'm beginning to see the effects of things in them. And uh, you know, they, they they didn't turn their life around, and it's it's just crazy to see that. It's just crazy to see uh, so many of these different things unfolding and, 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 and converging in one space and me being so hell bent on getting this information out, performing like our delivery and our optim and optimizing like our operation, everything we do. I guess I don't, I, I really don't see like the peripheral things that are taking place. It's like a better example is these the, the, it, audio listeners, you guys can't see it, but I have a somewhat of a fade filter on the screen. 
And so my face is kind of defined, but my hands are a little bit blurry. I'm so focused on getting the workout, which would be the defined face, that I don't see all this peripheral stuff that's going on. And when I take a step back, I'm like, wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, it's sad to see people in certain states, but it's because of the world and because of their mindsets and how they really didn't set up our generation, you know, millennials and Gen Zs and Gen Xs and things like this uh, for success, man. They really, they really did a number to us. And so when we talk about, you know, people that take the vaccine and people that believe mainstream media is the arbiters of truth and things like this, you, 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 you really got to think about how long we have been in this position, how long we have been in this mindset, how long we have been on these people's tails, right? I think a lot of people take for granted, again, the mindset that's been forged, uh, doing this, the patterns that we're trying to implement in, in, into our lifestyle and, 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 and what's going on. You know, like I had people telling me, and I don't know if this was like a dish to get back in the gym or what, but I had people telling me, EJ, I miss your Snapchat motivational speeches. And for people that don't know, for a while there, I was uh, every day after the gym or every day before the show, I would work out or I'd be up there in the mountains and I'd have like a green mirror revelation and I would share it with people on our on our Snapchat feed. And it was crazy, again, hearing people who really appreciated that. And then at the same time, hearing hear, not hearing hearing what their life was without that type of information there. Like I, it's it's just crazy because you're hearing how people want to be led and they know they're being led astray, but they're not sure quite 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 where to go and they're too afraid to try anything different. Like I, I hope all of this is making sense. This is all coming from, you know, your messages, people who send me messages on Instagram, uh, people who send me messages on Parler, on Gab, on on, on Telegram, uh, people I see in my day-to-day life, people that I've just come into contact with doing this work and the, that I put onto the page. It's just, it's very interesting being in this position because you don't think you're doing anything until you take a step back uh, and you actually see how many different people you're influencing and how many other people want to see you move forward. Uh, and the hard truths that we confront here, gang, none of this is easy. I don't do this like I don't, you know, I don't put on clown makeup and say, oh, let's start the show. I have to like sometimes catch myself from having like a halfway panic attack and hyperventilating because stuff is that intense. But we have to keep the pressure. We've got to keep going. And so to summarize that again, I'd like to say thank you guys for supporting this operation. And you can continue to, to support this operation by hitting some of the links in the description bar below. Uh, we have cryptocurrency options. Uh, we have U.S. dollar-based options. Uh, we will also be launching an NFT collection here shortly. Uh, until then, you guys are more than welcome to get yourself some CBD oil. I'd run into the medicine cabinet and go get it for you guys, but it would take too much time because there's so many different ones. Uh, with the supply chain being disrupted, you're seeing that manifest in your own life with the Freedom Convoy. You're seeing that. That's why it's a double-edged sword. I talked about this just last week. Uh, I support them, but I also know they're being used as a tool by the great by, by for the great reset. And so you're seeing the supply chain being disrupted, and you're actually encouraging it. But if you want to secure your 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 your, your space past just this disruption, hit the link in the description bar as well. We have storable goods from my Patriot Supply. These are all kinds of different ways to support us. These are all kinds of different ways to keep us in attack formation, to keep us on the trail of these people, and to keep doing the work. 
thank you for joining us, Rita. And get back to work. Get back to work. They need you. Be grateful you have a job. Yeah, you'll take your time. Listen to us later. We're just grateful that you're here. Rita is a uh, classic Instagram follower. And I'm very glad you joined us, Rita. We'll be talking to you real soon. I'll say this and then I'll get into the radar read and we'll start the show. I had this revelation. Uh, speaking of the NFT work and things like this. You guys know me. I can't keep stuff secret. What I was going to do is kind of offer like a, a limited amount of NFTs to our classic Instagram followers, because we have people that, again, have been following us for several years, the years that we've been doing this. Um, and as we transform the operation and the brand into the future, I definitely want to reward people that have been rocking with us and, and have supported us. It's like the exclusive members, but in a different way. Like I can offer people exclusive memberships and things like this so they get access to our meetings, uh, extra content that I'm dropping, little video clips and things like that. But the NFT collection is going to be something else entirely. But again, you can find all that information in the description bar below. I definitely didn't mean to derail on a uh, pseudo, on a pseudo philosophical Super Bowl social media rant. But uh, I guess that's some way, somehow, <laughs> where the cookie crumbles, where the cookie crumbles. Let's go ahead and start getting into the news because I'm floundering. Let's go ahead and start getting into the news <laughs> and we'll go from there. We'll go from there. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things on this Valentine's Day edition. <laughs> oh, man. It's so crazy because we just had this like, I, like the other day I called the Super Bowl like a pagan religion or a pagan holiday. And that was, I don't even know, like by accident, you tell me. I think it's crazy that we have the Super Bowl and then, you know, Valentine's Day right after. If we were more into numerology and symbology, we would break it down for you guys. But uh, we don't do that so much on this show. Moving on. Bay Area calls on residents to take homeless into their own homes. Now, this is one I had already pulled aside because I thought this couldn't be real. There's no way. And then I scroll through this article and there's our old buddy James. And what I mean by that old buddy James is this old homeless man uh, from Texas that moved to San Francisco because he gets paid to be homeless in this video clip. I'm not sure if I should play it. He basically admits to getting like a 14 and a 15 year old fentanyl and then teaching them to, you know, portion out the amount because this amount would kill 600 people. And so they portion out the amount that they're going to do and they're probably going to kill themselves. And so the homeless man, James, right here, teaches these kids how to shoot Narcan in their system in order to save each other. Because he's like, there's no stopping it now. You're going to get addicted. Should I play the clip for you? Or should I just wet your whistle and tell you to go back on the show? Let's read this article instead. This comes from The Blaze. They put this up February 14th. It says Bay Area officials have come up with a new solution for the progressive utopia's ever-worsening homeless crisis. Why not just have local residents take homeless people into their own homes? Last year, California Governor Gavin Newsom actually invited more homeless people to come from other states to pursue, quote, new beginnings in the Golden State, adding that Californians, quote, have a responsibility to accommodate 
these newcomers. Well, it looks like he meant this literally, as according to the Mercury News, government programs and nonprofits are now asking Bay Area property owners to help accommodate the area's nearly 30,000 homeless individuals. Homeless people have taken the governor up on his offer, moving to the Bay Area to take advantage of $820 per month welfare and food stamp provisions, as well as notoriously lax law enforcement. Now, the reason why I'm going to play this this clip is because uh, <laughs> this is this is the world economics, the world economic forums. You will own nothing, and you'll be happy. When we watch this clip again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful because we don't know anybody. We don't know everybody's situation. But again, think about what I was trying to allude to at the start of the at the start of the show: the bread and the circus, right? The Super Bowl essentially being like a pagan holiday at this point with the American fanatical obsession that we have with it. People are worried about the Super Bowl. They have no idea about like the the the, the freedom truckers, the convoy up in Canada, the supply chain disruption. What I'm trying to say is this guy's not a threat to the new world order. This guy's not a threat to the system. What we're talking about over here is detaching away from the ses- from the system building up a new one, or at least a parallel one, taking away like the intellectual human human capital and building something much more useful with it. This guy, this is the epitome of their communist utopia, of what they want, where you will own nothing and you will be happy, where you're sitting there on the streets, hanging out, selling fentanyl to children. You're not a threat to the establishment. You're exactly what they want. And that's why that's a sad state. That's that's why that's a sad state of affairs. Again, we don't know this guy's situation, but this is what they want for every single person when they say, you will own nothing and you will be happy. This gentleman, he's happy. He's content. But that's how they want you. Right by the purse strings. So let's play this clip and then we'll pick it right back up right afterwards. Let's just go ahead and get this on record. Making that comparison that this is what they want for the future. Where are you from? Uh, Louisiana, Texas. How long have you been in San Francisco? Since uh, uh, June. If you're going to be homeless, it's pretty fucking easy here. I mean, if we're going to be realistic, they pay you to be homeless here. When you said that San Francisco pays people to be homeless, what did you mean by that? <laughs> you mean that literally? Yeah. I mean, I get 620 bucks a month, dude. From yeah, general money. assistance? Yeah. or What did you get? How was that hard to get? Fucking phone call, bro. Wow. fucking phone call 200 food stamps and 620 bucks cash a month wow forget about it why wouldn't i do it you know it's fucking free money dude. this right now is it's literally by choice literally by choice like why would i want to pay rent i'm not doing shit i got a fucking cell phone that i have amazon prime and netflix on we used to battle with the cops now it's like the cops are it's like they're your neighbor you know the cops told us uh this morning like Oh, it'd be easier if you guys packed up in the morning. We wouldn't have to come out here. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, pack up your shit in the morning. I'm like, why? You know? He's like, oh, okay. And then went on. His two kids came up and they're like, hey, you guys know where to get any Oxycontin? They're like, I'm 15 and I'm 16. You know, like, I'm an old school junkie, you know? And I'm like, "Uh, look, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, like, you're not going to get Oxycontin out here on the street. 
I was like, how much money are you trying to spend? And they're like, we got $40. And I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to take your money. And I went and I got them fentanyl. And I fucking brought it back and I set it down in front of them. And I said, this is a gram of fentanyl. This is enough to kill six people that have never used it. What I do to get high is this much. And I showed them how much I do. I was like, I'm keeping your money. And now I'm going to teach you how to save each other's lives because you're not going to fucking stop. I can't steer you away from doing it, but the best thing I could do for you now is give you real drugs and show you how to do it properly and show you how to save your friend's life. And I showed him how to pull up Narcan and how to inject each other with the Narcan needle in case he died. <clears throat> I needed the money. Let's let's be honest. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Just out there on the streets of California. Yeah. So he's not a threat to the system, right? This is exactly what they want. They don't want you pulling yourself up by their, by your bootstrings. They don't want you being a self-made person. They don't want you having a business. You see how they treated these businesses during the pandemic. They locked them down. They tricked them into shutting down their livelihoods. They want you on the government doll, lined up, hat in hand, asking for handouts, being a dependent. And again, we don't know this guy's situation. But we do know that that's the agenda. The valuation of the dollar and everything else they're doing. We know that this is the agenda. We know that this, that's what these people are, are, are doing. Again, I could spend the entire show simply talking about just that fact alone. But unfortunately, we won't. I have another article that I did pull aside for you guys, but let's cruise through a couple more before we jump straight into it, <laughs> just again, like I, 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 I still have to do this. I still have to pull all the preseason episodes together and put them like in a format so you guys can download them. Because during our preseason break, listen to this. We'll talk about homeless people and some of the insanity that's going on going on there. During our break, I had gotten to an article where a, 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 a leftist writer called for parenthood, parenthood to be abolished to achieve equity and says that your children should be given to the homeless neighbors or to the state. So, so they're, they're saying parenthood should be abolished. Give your kids to homeless people. Homeless people, you need to usurp law-abiding citizens, tax-paying citizens, and then just move yourself into their homes. What the heck is going on? This is, again, them saying that ownership is not a thing of the future. Privacy is archaic. What they're trying to do is make it insufferable and dangerous for people to actually own anything. Think about this. Again, why is ownership important? Because it is yours. They cannot take it from you. But if they can make your environment dangerous, toxic, hostile, violent, things like this, you're not going to want to live there. But that's what they're doing to the entire world. We've got to move on. <laughs> Penn State research finds that Antifa presence at protests greatly increased the risk of violence. Wow, I thought Antifa was a myth, like Jerry Nadler said. I thought they weren't real. That's crazy. Crazy, huh? Antifa violent? No way. No way. I doubt it. 
<laughs> oh man. It's like the sky is blue. <laughs> American Airlines flight attendant hits unruly passenger with coffee pot after he tries to open the cockpit door. You know, there was another article I'd pulled aside from just the news. It wasn't about um it wasn't about uh, anything like that. Just more civil unrest and more destabilization. It was out here in Albuquerque, where apparently somebody went on a stabbing spree, stabbed 11 people. And so we heard just the other week, right, military DOD whistleblowers came out talking about how neurodegenerative diseases are up over a 1,000%. It's already come out that the masks impede oxygen flow to the brain. We know that people are literally losing their minds. We've talked about the social contract being broken all throughout the entirety of 2021. And I've played countless numbers of clips of mobs just erupting. So I think what I'm trying to say is, what is going on out there? Are people legitimately losing their mind? Are people's minds beginning to break down? American Airlines flight attendant hits unruly passenger with coffee pot after he tries to open the cockpit door. Why would somebody do that? Not the hitting in the head with the crop with, with, with the coffee pot. That's a good thing. In this crazy situation, that's a good thing. Smacking somebody over the head with a coffee pot's a good thing because the alternative is having the cockpit door open. So why are we seeing fights break out on planes? Why are passengers doing this? There's a video clip of, of, of somebody breaking into the, the, the cockpit whenever they hadn't even taken off at the, at the airport yet. Like he was hanging outside of the cockpit. And I'm hearing myself talk about this. And the only thing I could think that would make somebody freak out in a rage like this would be frequency-based things, sounds, frequency, and all of that's in the cockpit. I could see how somebody would be wrapped in a furious rage, incapable of like satisfying themselves or, 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 or pacifying themselves, and then them finally being able to trigger and, or, or, or pinpoint where the actual aggression is coming from, and I could see how it would be the cockpit. But again, very, very strange, all of these things. Seems like people are gradually losing their minds. And this will be dropping as well as on, on our Telegram uh, while we're talking about frequency-based weapons, silent weapons for quiet wars, things like this and more. I've got it queued up here. But there has been an official UK lab report that confirms the COVID-19 vaccines definitely contain graphene oxide. That's going to be dropping on our Telegram feed, which we'll probably cover uh, in, our, in our main transmission. It's just so crazy, all of these things that are going down. Let's get back into more of the read, more of the radar read. Gifts and Go hacked donor list to 8.6 million, million Freedom Convoy exposed. They're really trying to make sure that those truckers don't get that money, that they really don't get the support they need. We were covering this on the most recent podcast episode. They said that any type of support would be considered an act of terrorism, labeling it material support. And you've got these guys going through. You've got these, these, these RCMP 
You've got the police up there threatening to arrest truckers. You've got the CPS, Child Protective Services, showing up saying, hey, the children are in danger. Maybe we should take the kids. Footage came out over the weekend as well that the cops were returning some of the jerry cans. That's what they call their fuel cans, their fuel, their gas cans, the jerry cans. They had been returning the jerry cans contaminated. You know, it's like when you put sugar or water in a gas tank. That's what these cops were doing. They were giving them contaminated gas cans. And so, again, footage that also came out over the weekend, because this information happened, you had citizens walk the gas cans in there. They didn't care about being labeled domestic terrorists or, so, or, or, or providing material support to these extremists. They see that these cops are following unjust and immoral rules or un, un, unjust laws or unjust orders, and they're overriding them. Some police, there's massive resignations taking place too in Canada because of this. And that's all this is. Gifts and go hacked. Donor list to 8.6 million Freedom Convoy exposed. They don't want to give them the money. And let this be a lesson to you. Because here's what's going to happen, right? Give, when, when Give, Sit, and Go is under this much pressure, the attention has to go someplace else. It's going to go towards something like a cryptocurrency-backed system. It's going to have to go towards something that's a little bit more decentralized. This hack is evidence of why things need to change. Let me read this, and then I'll go back into talking about what's going on with these freedom truckers and so much more. It says, pro-establishment hackers ranting about misinformation and the dangers of opposing government mandates hit crowdfunding platform Give Sin Go on Sunday, posting a manifesto which scrolled over a scene from the Disney movie Frozen, which also, while also releasing a list of donors to the 8.6 million Freedom, Coy, Freedom Convoy fundraiser. Again, now that's dangerous. Because as I said before, the Canadian government so that if you provide support to any of these people, you will be labeled a terrorist. What's so crazy is I'm just seeing like the similarities between January 6th and what's going on with the truckers. The same way that you've got Attorney General Merrick Garland coming out saying that they're going to, with laser-like precision, this is what John uh, former CIA Director John Brennan said, with laser-like precision, they are going to round up domestic terrorists. This effectively gives them a list of what they would call material supporters of the trucker convoy in Canada. This gives the Canadian government that list. These are these are these aren't white hats. These aren't anons. These are pro-government hackers. How crazy is that? People that want to see the truckers go down. These are the Antifa types. These are the cyber criminals. These are the people that are going to attack the critical uh, U.S. infrastructure. These are the ones that are going to blow up power plants. These are the ones that are going to cause the problems. These aren't the we are the 99. These aren't the real true anonymous, the Guy Fox types. These are pro-establishment hackers. How dangerous is that? Give, sin, go, grifters, and hatreds. Wow. Wow. Getting back into the article, it says that the manifesto 
then attacks, quote, the convoy of trucks to protest vaccine requirements, suggesting that the leaders of the protest are, quote, known extremists who publicly stated that they want to overthrow the government and, quote, held a city hostage for weeks while terrorizing the peaceful citizens who live there. A conspiracy theory forms, quote, trucker convoys are now either taking place or being planned all over the world, the text continues. Has anyone really thought about how dangerous this is, especially during these times? Governments and law enforcement need to consider the possibility that these that some of these folks may not simply be ordinary truckers and are fed up with masks and vaccine mandates. The possibility that a convoy movement like this could be a cover for a type of Trojan horse attack where extremists and militia groups may arrive in large numbers with weapons, large convoys of trucks moving in the capital cities will look like look normal given the theme of these worldwide protests. Oh, so you got again. Where where is anonymous to do something about this? Because again, these aren't white hat hackers. These are pro-establishment hackers that say these truckers need to get back to work. The vaccine is a good thing. The mask is a good thing. And we're and we're beginning to see this narrative form, right? We're beginning to see this narrative where, oh, the truckers, they're not organic. These aren't citizens who are actually concerned with the conditions that don't want to be experimented upon. No, 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 no. These are Russian agents. These are paramilitary forces. These are domestic extremists. So you see how you 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 see how you move away from them being fellow citizens, civilians, your countrymen. You see how you degrade them to extremists, possibly Russian agents. You see how once you're able to dehumanize them, you don't have to see them as people. Getting back into the article, it says, according to the Queen's University Senior Fellow, Amaranth, Amarangatsam, 56% of the donations came from the U.S., 39% came from Canada, and 2% came from the U.K. The Gibson Go donor data was just leaked. What does it say about where the money is coming from? Of the 92,000 donations, 51,666, 51, 56% came from the U.S., 29% came from Canada, and 2% came from the U.K. The top 10 donor countries are there. So what's 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 this about? Okay. What this is really about, at the end of the day, is they don't want people to have an organic resistance. It's because the people of America see what's going on in Canada, and they don't want that to happen here. Because Canada is stepping up, not only for just Canada, but for the rest of the Western world that doesn't want to deal with this. That doesn't want to live masked up and muzzled. That doesn't want to have experiments injected inside of their body. You know, let me let me see if I can. Over the weekend, we were going into the weekend. We had actually posted a video clip. It was of children, children having glee and joy, because guess what? They were told they didn't have to wear the mask. Are these children Russian agents? Plants put here by Putin, or are they just children? and common sense human beings who don't want to wear the mask anymore. Let's listen. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Nevada school children erupt in celebration after learning that they don't need to wear the masks anymore. So again, are they Russian agents, these children? As they jump for joy and glee? Or are they just not spineless, soulless automatons? 
that want to breathe God's free air. Good job, kids. Yeah. Yay. Oh, good job, kids. You see, we don't see enough of that. that that's what that's about right there. That's what that's about right there. That's what this is all about. Because if we're not standing up for the kids, it would be better for us to tie a stone around our neck and jump into a, in, into a river. Kill ourselves. If we're not taking care of the kids, man, what are we doing this for? Like, look at how excited these kids are. Audio listeners, you guys can't see it, but you will. You could either go to Instagram and see it, or you can, I'm sure you've seen it by now. But these kids are generally happy because guess what? They don't have to wear the masks. These kids aren't Russian agents. These are common sense people. They're not having oxygen. They're not deprived of oxygen. The air isn't considered illegal. They don't have to participate in this stupid public social ritual. That's how far we've fallen. And in Canada, you've got them saying, oh, these Russians, these aren't concerned citizens that don't want to muzzle their children. These aren't concerned citizens that don't want to engage in BDSM. No, these are Russian agents. We have been infected, not with COVID, but with authoritarianism. These tyrants need to be called out for what they are. They're inversionists. They are the true obstructionists. And these people... They don't fly the banner. They don't have a nation like us, like we do. These are people that have sold out their nation for a larger global agenda. Truly astonishing. And more power to those kids, man. Like, I I, I, <laughs> I hope we see more of that. You know, going in, again, going into the weekend, speaking of things that we had covered with you beautiful people, uh, Illinois high school students told to put on masks or leave. So guess what? They left. And all across the state of Washington, you had students staging a walkout. And so whether or not we stand up for the kids, the kids see that injustice is being done and they're standing up for themselves. How do you think that makes parents feel? Incompetent? Invalid? Disrespected? But that's what I'm saying. That's what's happened. We didn't stand up for the kids. So the kids are having to stand up for themselves. And they're not going to do it just once. They're not going to stop just there. They're going to keep pushing back. So what's going on in Canada? That's a microcosm of what's going on in the entire world. And so if we don't support them, we don't support freedom. We don't support individuality. We don't support freedom, uh, support freedom of choice, bodily autonomy. Any of these types of things. And so they're trying to squash that as fast as they can. You, you can bet your bottom dollar we're going to keep our eye on this. That, that's for sure. Let's move on with the show. Check this out right here, ladies and gentlemen. Something else that is extremely disturbing. Uh, video, show, video appears to show Canadian police 
visiting the home of a woman who supported the truckers on Fedbook. Now, what's so crazy, again, is we saw this. I don't think uh, in, in, the, in the world of COVID, this is tolerated. Like post-COVID, this is tolerated because we saw this during COVID. Where police officers were in Australia arresting uh, pregnant mothers. Going up to them saying, hey, we're going to arrest you on crimes of, uh, of incitement. You posted something on Facebook that incited other people to act. And so we're going to arrest you. That was that that was COVID. This is post COVID. Video appears to show Canadian police visiting the home of a woman who supported the truckers on Fedbook. So how dare you show online support? Don't you know they're trying to stuff that out? The fire of liberty is contagious. They've got to smother it as fast as possible. This is an article by Brianna Lyman of the Daily Caller. They put this up February 11th. This is a video circulating on social media. It appears to show a member of the Ontario Provincial Police showing up at a woman's home who expressed support for the trucker convoy on Fedbook and handing out a pamphlet on what counts as a peaceful protest. The, the video posted on Fedbook Thursday by Nadine Ellis Maffey appears to show an OPP officer visiting Ellis Maffey's home in Peterborough after she allegedly interacted with content on Fedbook in support of the truckers protesting vaccine mandates. Ellis Maffey wrote on Fedbook that she was making dinner when she heard a knock on the door. So I think we've got this clip right here. And again, this is only accepted post-COVID. That's why the authoritarians are moving. But uh, let's play this and we'll pick it up after. And keep in mind how robotic her response is. As if what she thinks is, she, she doesn't think anything she's doing is wrong. Like it's perfectly all right to just show up to somebody's house off of something they said online. That's, that's, that's the upside down clown world we're in now. What you're saying might offend somebody, so you might be arrested. But uh, let's, let's play this and then we'll pick it back up on the other side. Sorry, since you're at my home, can I just get your name and your badge number, yeah. please? I have a card here. Okay. It's Erica Ingram. Thank you. And this is just some information about peaceful protests. That's all it is. Okay. So you saw something on my Facebook? No, on the Facebook group. <clears throat> okay. And decided to come to my personal residence to give me information about peaceful protest? Yes. Okay. So are the Peterborough police? No, you're with OPP? Um, are you guys now monitoring people's Facebook pages? or Facebook groups to who comments as to what their um, uh, status updates are or what they're doing or so within the group? Like because of the protests happening province-wide, yes, we have been monitoring the protests. Okay. okay. So there's a protest coming up. I'm simply providing you with information about a peaceful protest, and now I'm leaving. Oh, okay. That is all. So the Ontario Provincial Police are watching what people are doing on Facebook in different groups, whether or not they're commenting, participating, liking, and you guys are now doing service calls to give people information about peaceful protest. Yeah, it's just a proactive measure to make sure you understand your rights about peaceful protest. I absolutely, I have Perfect. a copy of the Canadian Charter of Rights Excellent. and Freedoms, so Excellent. I'm well within that and, and yeah. very understanding of that. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm. I'm hoping that uh, you guys aren't going to waste our tax dollars continuing to do this to everybody. But uh, now it's nice to know that uh, we're we're being watched. 
So if you have any questions, my cell phone number is on the card. Thank you. Okay. Oh man. You know, I know uh it makes it really hard to want to support the police with that type of stuff. Truly, truly crazy. It, 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 <laughs> like, what do you say to that? That's a security state. That's a big, big brother. That's the police state. That's the scientific dictatorship. That's the technocracy. That's all of that stuff. That's them telling you, hey, we're watching and monitoring what you're saying. And we just wanted to let you know that you're on a watch list. Again, because what this does when they're able to demote you and degrade you to domestic terrorist or domestic extremist or a, a violent insurrectionist, I think is one of the most latest things they called the people, uh, the, 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 the people of Canada, the truckers, they're insurrectionists. Whenever they're able to demote you and downgrade you, your status, that's whenever they legally and lawfully have that much more powers, again, to surveil you and ultimately contain you. That's the point. Or at least that's one of the end goals. Truly incredible and truly dangerous. Check this out right here, guys. I think we did actually pull aside the article, the one that I was talking about earlier about the uh, stabbings that took place out here in New Mexico. Yes. Arrest a maid in apparent random stabbing spree in Albuquerque, injuring 11. A suspect was taken into custody Sunday afternoon. And normally, again, you would read this type of stuff on <laughs> KRQE, which is one of our local news outlets. But to see that it's over here on just the news, not the noise, and that they put this up February 14th at 11 a.m., they updated it. <laughs> it's crazy. It says police in New Mexico have made an arrest in connection with a series of seemingly random stabbings that began Sunday in downtown Albuquerque. No deaths have resulted from the spree, though two people were in critical condition following the attacks, according to a spokesperson from the city's police department. Police are investigating seven crime scenes, one a homeless encampment at which people were apparently randomly stabbed. Police department spokesperson Gilbert Gallegos said that, quote, doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason for the crimes. He also said that the suspect in custody was reportedly riding a small BMX bike armed with a large knife. The man in custody was apparently was apprehended with a knife. Quote, he was talking crazy. He was he was angry about something. Said a man who ro who was who robbed by the allegedly attack shortly before he was taken into custody. Jeez. And so that's so sketchy because we see that type of stuff here all the time. Homies riding little short bike, little trick bikes, little BMX bikes. That's one thing. Uh, and I and again, I could describe this for you. Because I could see it all going down. So is that mental illness? Right? Is that the heat stroke? Is that neurodegenerative diseases going off? Or is that just people literally losing their minds? I'm not sure. You know? And he was talking to himself. He was angry about something. I see that more often than I'd like. For sure. I see that more often than I'd like. You know? driving my wife around or we're going to go get coffee or something and you're pulling in some place and you just see some guy talking to himself pretty upset pretty furiously you're like what is he what is he all worked up about who's he talking to um 
the bats in his head, you know, the, 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 the things that are with him. And so while I'm making jokes about this, it's actually a very serious situation uh, because people are not well. And that's a reflection of, 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 uh, of what society looks like right now. And so you've got to think, man. Like, look at this. Louisville mayoral candidate shot in, at an attempted assassination. This is just another one that popped up in the radar read. And so I, I'm not trying to make it sound like it's all doom and gloom and it's all sketchy and things like this. But I mean, when cops are will, more willing to show up at your house and give you like a notice because you posted something on FedBook instead of actually arresting criminals and doing anything about that, I think we have a problem here. When the police are literally willing to sabotage hardworking, decent blue collar folks' vehicles instead of, again, out there patrolling the streets, apprehending real criminals, I think we have a real problem. Whenever you want to put political prisoners and torture them inside of a, in, in, inside of a gulag for almost two years, but you want to empty the prisons because you want safer prisons due to COVID, I think we have a problem. Our priorities are best backwards. And this is very dangerous. This is, again, what I mean by the inverted clown world that we're in. They're not going to go out there and try to stop any of these people who are conducting uh, uh, um, who are conducting these, these organized raids, essentially, on grocery stores, on jewelry stores. Again, another video clip that's over that was, that was out during the weekend. A man walking out of a store carrying 10 steaks. They're not going to arrest this guy. He's following the law. He only stole X amount of dollars. Oh, but you're posting about liberating the minds of people. You're posting about solidarity and pulling people together. That's a problem. That's what I'm saying. Look at how upside down things are. Children should not have to jump in joy because they can breathe for free again. Like you've got to think about the, 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 the overwhelming level of psychological damage and the overwhelming level of psychological warfare that we are going up against. I think, let's see, I think this um, might be on Great Game India or somebody else might have posted it. Let's see. But it talks about how the, the psychological damage from this In these lockdowns, it's going to be felt for generations. And if you're a longtime listener of the show, you've definitely heard me talk about this time and time again. But the fact that it's becoming mainstream is very, very particularly worrying. It's worrying. Because it's, it's, it, I look at how society is going to respond to this. They're not going to say, okay, let's, let's, let's double down. Let's improve. Let's learn from our mistakes. How can we accelerate aging? Or how can we accelerate intelligence? They're not going to do that. What they're going to do instead is, oh, how can we how can we be sorry for you? How can we play in your emotions? Not let's have accountability. Let's improve upon our mistakes. Let's adapt and overcome. Oh, we'll just be victims. Uh, being a victim is better. Uh. And look at this. Psychological damage from pand- from pandemic lockdowns could last a generation. Like I said, neurodegenerative diseases are up a thousand percent. That's tenfold. Wasn't like that before the pandemic. And this is just uh, 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 diseases. The IQ points have plummeted as well. 
should I play for you again that 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 video clip of the kids jumping up and down, jumping for joy, jumping for glee because they're able to breathe. They don't have to participate in some stupid ritual to, to, to virtue signal to show how morally superior they are. This is where we're at. IQ points have plummeted. Anxiety is up. Over There's been, like at this point, that's the crazy thing. It's a dangerous cocktail of problems. You've got the vaccine damage, right? You've got the psychological damage. Then you've, then you've also got the economic damage, right? People at home, the parents at home, mommy and daddy fighting, not being able to take care of little Johnny, little Johnny not being able to escape from school. And so little Johnny hurting himself. Self-harming kids is up, man. Suicide is up. This is, this, is, this, is, this is a travesty. And then on top of that, you got kids that literally pass out in school and these kids can't talk about it because it's considered offensive. Or, oh, but here's what they can do. They can record it. They can record it and put it on, 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 on TikTok and Snapchat, but they can't talk about why these types of things are happening. Do you see, do you see the damage here? Again, this is a, this is, these are emotional responses, not psychological or intellectual responses to what's going on. But these, these kids, because again, they're being conditioned to see death, facilitate it, not get to the problem and figure out why this is happening. But if anything, enjoy it. See if you can get some some likes out of it. You know, it's like back in the day, people would see, like if 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 you were in school and you saw one of your classmates die, that would probably spur you on to be one of the world's best doctors studying like all kinds of childhood diseases and anything else that was wrong with kids because you never wanted anybody else to be that kid that you were. You be, you would become like the world's best pediatrician so you could try to make sure that children themselves had the best nutrition. That's a lot of how success in underdog stories work. That's how this used to be. People would see something wrong in society and dedicate themselves to it to fix it. And we would be like, oh, wow, this person's amazing. How can we get behind this? How can we help this person be successful? Because they are reflections of us as a whole. But we're not doing that now. We're not doing that now. Now we're muzzling the kids. And so when they see these injustices, these harmful things happening, not only to themselves, but to society, they don't do anything. They don't dedicate their life to real justice, real redemption real excellence. They can't. They're purposely being stifled. The future muzzled and then poisoned. That's why this is a travesty. That's the, it, it, goes, it goes beyond scrambling. They are poisoning a generation. Psychological damage from pandemic lockdowns could last a generation. That's what I'm saying. An entire generation just destroyed. And for what? We've got nothing to show for it. They're rolling back the restrictions. What was the point of this? What was the point of destroying an entire kid's school year? How many kids were lost, died, perished, poisoned, were in the state of dying? We have played, unfortunately, clips of the Ronald McDonald House kicking a child out that had a that 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 that, that had lung cancer because he didn't take the vaccine.
truly incredible. And so what's going to happen is they're not going to, they're, they're not going to own up. They're not, there's not going to be some great reconciliation. Humans are going to be humans and we're going to soldier on. We're going to have to adapt, but that's the problem. It's how they're making us adapt. They're making us adapt to the tyranny, adapt to the threat, adapt to the problem. They're fostering the Stockholm syndrome. They're not teaching us to be overcomers. They're not teaching us to be victors or successful. They're nurturing in us the dependent mindset. And so what's going to happen with this is you're going to have an entire generation of people that, are, that, are, that, that, that have been psychologically nerfed and put into a position of, of, of subservience. And don't even get me started about the biological and the chemical aspects of it. My word. So I definitely ate up some of the time that we still had in this segment. So what I'm going to do instead is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into uh, more of the news crews, more radar reads, uh, some of the other articles that I have posted in our Telegram that we'll be dropping that I think are very interesting. Pfizer CEO Albert Borler came out talking about how he actually invented COVID or how they invented COVID. Very, very interesting. We're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. Dog sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. 
Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing. I'd have judges promoting pornography. Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who want it until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious. What'll you bet? I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich. I would caution against extremes in hard work, in patriotism, in moral conduct. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned, that swinging is more fun, that what you see on TV is the way to be. And thus I could undress you in public, and I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Good day. That's right. If he were the devil, he would keep on doing what he's doing, ladies and gentlemen. That's why we have to keep on doing what we're doing. We have to fight back. You know, it's it's weird. I was, I found myself having like 30 minutes, an hour extra time this week and cruising around on the internet. I was looking, I was looking at one of those old documentaries with Aaron Russo where he was just laying out the plan with, you know, cashless society, chips and people, uh, turning your chip off wirelessly, all the stuff that, you know, we know is coming. But it's 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 like a weird feeling looking at this older information and seeing how far into this we actually are. And so what I'm saying is, it's 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 crazy seeing where we've come, where we're at, how much farther we have to go, and why why we're doing this in the first place. I think it's very easy to get disillusioned with everything that's going on, how much information is coming out, how many different things are developing. I think one of the things that a lot of people, the minute they get into this type of space and this type of work, they say, oh, I'm one person. What can one person do? And that's, again, another seed of doubt planted by the by our adversaries. You'd be surprised about what one person can do. And so if the devil, all the devil has to do is keep doing what he's doing. He is the ruler of this world. That's why we have to come out against him as the ruler of this world and realize that there's an even greater power at play here. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Factions of Freedom. I am your host, Noise Era Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. It's February 14th, Valentine's Day. If you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by hitting the links in your description bar below. Uh, get Get us some red pills. Get yourself a subscription tier. Get yourself storable goods. Get yourself CBD oil. I will be adding a list of other products and things that you guys can get, like Dr. Zeb Zelenko's uh, Z-Stack in the description bar below, because there's all kinds of different things out there for you guys. There's a multitude of ways to support this operation, and the only way and the only reason we're here uh, is because of you guys' continued support and what we're doing. Now, now that the shilling is done, now that the promos are done, Let me say this before I get back into the, the work. 
over the weekend, I had posted this, I think, in Arizona. It said that there was the largest satanic event to date that took place. It's like while people were celebrating the Super Bowl, Satanists were getting together and they were having their own event. But we just got done playing for you guys the Paul Harvey 1965 clip. 1965. 1965. The moral degradation has 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 accelerated. And everything he said there is a thousand percent correct. So what am I talking about with the Satanic Temple having one of their largest events as 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 countless numbers of Americans celebrate the paganistic holiday basically known as the Super Bowl? We've got to we we have to look at where our morals and values lie, what we uphold, what we what we exalt, what's important to us, what we fight for. And people don't think like that. Because Paul Harvey said it, if I can evict God from the schools, from the churches, from our institutions and from Congress, I'll be all right. I think he goes on later to say that the greatest thing the devil ever did, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled is convincing the world he didn't exist. I don't think people understand how monumental that is. I think COVID-19 and what's going on with these protests worldwide are beginning to show people that, hey, it's not business as usual. Things are different. We have to change. That there really is a core of evil people exalting a very crazy or executing a very, very crazy and dangerous agenda. We've got to figure out what to do about this. The evidence is all over the place. And so all the devil has to do, the only thing that evil needs to do in order to succeed is that good men do nothing. We need to stay in this position. We need to stay in attack formation. We need to learn to keep the pressure and keep going after these people, no matter how crazy it seems, no matter how dire our straits might be, because even a little bit of hope can ignite a brush fire. And that's what we need. That's what we're doing it for. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this edition. Let's go ahead and start getting into the news crews and the radar read. Going into the break, we were talking about how Pfizer CEO Albert Borla, maybe he had a Freudian slip, I don't know. Rare moment of truth, you tell me. We might have the article here for you guys. But he basically talks about how we created COVID-19 in a lab. Yeah, he admits it. Thing. News Punch has the article. Yeah, News Punch has the article. While that loads, I'll get that up for you guys. Truly incredible. Uh, Albert, it's really great to see you in this news. I think welcomed by a lot of folks. Does this mean that three? Nope. Go ahead and pause that right there. Let that load up a little bit while we read to you, beautiful people, this article. <laughs> Man. Man, oh man, oh man, oh ma'am. It's coming out. You know, that I think that's the that is the most important part. The truth is coming out. They couldn't hide this. Pfizer CEO, we created COVID-19 in a lab. Stunning admission. An article by Sean up to lobby. Put this up February 14th. It says Pfizer CEO Albert Borla has admitted that his company created SARS-CoV-2 in their labs 
for the purpose of developing mRNA jabs rather than use a naturally occurring coronavirus. Borla made the stunning admission during a CNBC interview in December of 2021 while explaining how Pfizer is reformulating an mRNA vaccine to treat the Omicron variant. Quote, the data that we received are the data that they got from what we call a pseudovirus. So it's not the real virus. It's a virus that we constructed in our labs and is identical with the Omicron virus. So are they admitting that they can make viruses? Are they admitting that they can genetically modify viruses? I mean, we know that they did this. Event 201, they have the simulations and everything. That's why they're not able to properly isolate it. Are, is, 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 is Pfizer running cover for them? So many different things to address. Let's just play a little bit of this, and then we'll move back on. Just to get it on record. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and turn that off. Um, Call me crazy, but I just don't trust pharmaceutical companies. Something about COVID or something about vaccines, forced injections, something about mandating experimental gene therapies just doesn't make me trust pharmaceutical companies. But anyway, you know, more information has come out that... These shots indeed do have graphene oxide inside them. Like the information is coming out that these shots are definitely not what they were prescribed or ascribed to be. They definitely don't help prevent 
transmission. They don't really do anything besides destroying your immune system. That information is coming out, just like the masks, the masks don't protect you. That information is coming out. But I'm very curious as to what they're going to do with this information about the graphene oxide that's coming out. And so if you guys didn't watch the season premiere of this uh, season's podcast episode, I really laid in as much information as I could about graphene oxide and the vaccine, nano routers, nano transmitters, nano receivers. Uh, we should have we should have mentioned more information about Dr. Charles Lieber, who also got arrested over the break and how he has patents and things like nanotubes, everything that, what, again, what's so crazy is because Elon Musk is out there normalizing brain-to-machine interfaces with his company Neuralink. Nobody bats an eye. Nobody thinks anything at all. Nobody thinks this is very scary. But then again, when you look into the work of uh, not Albert Borla, but uh, Dr. Dr. Charles Lieber, who ended up funneling research to China, when you look into what Charles Lieber did, it, it, it lines up perfectly with what's coming out with the graphene oxide, literally trying to merge humanity with technology. Like we're going to have to do a rebooted and updated version of all the information that's come out after his arrest and of the work of people like La Quinta Columna, Dr. Pablo Compra. Like this, just the, the information is overwhelming. And so I'm very curious, how are they going to cover this up? How are they going to cover up the graphene oxide? Even even Japan found in the Moderna shots nanoparticulate material. How are they going to cover this up? And I didn't get around to posting it. But the, it, there was an article that came out just last week talking about the, 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 the benefits of graphene oxide. And so I'm very curious how this is all going to move forward, but check this out. Official UK lab report confirms COVID-19 vaccines definitely contain graphene oxide. An article by Patricia Harity of the expose, they put this up February 14th. It says the COVID-19 vaccines have been forensically examined in the UK and a laboratory report confirms they contain graphene nanomaterials that can penetrate the the body's natural barriers and damage the central nervous system and graphene oxide which can damage internal organs, destroy blood health, trigger cancer, and cause changes in gene function, among a host of other ill effects. Now, I, I got to pause right there because, again, another article that came out just this week talking about the dangers to the nervous system comes from the pulse. It talks about a military a, mis- a military whistleblower came out reporting over 1,000% increases in nervous system diseases in 2021. 1,000, I think the actual number they have here is 1,048%. A 1,048% in nervous system diseases have been reported in the military in 2021. And this article is starting off by saying that graphene oxide can destroy and damage the central nervous system. Moving on, following her own experience with patients who had suffered apparent vaccine injury and adverse reactions, a British medical practitioner came forward in December of 2021, offering to assist in an investigation to ascertain whether the results discovered by Dr. Noax and Dr. Capra could be replicated in the UK, and also to examine the COVID-19 injection vials for discovery of toxins or unexpected contents. The medical practitioner seized an injection vial from the, fro- from the fridge 
housed in the surgery in which she works and handled it to an, handed it to an independent investigator assisting in investigating cases relating to injury sustained as a result of injections given as part of the rollout. Further vials have since been obtained, which cover the three main manufacturers in the UK, Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca. The contents of the injection vials have been forensically examined and the laboratory report has now officially been published. The report titled, quote, Qualitative Evaluation of Inclusions in Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Pfizer COVID-19 Vaccines has been presented to the police involved in the UK criminal case, and it actually has the number here. Uh, it's UK criminal case 6029679-21, which is said to provide them with more than enough reasonable suspicion that serious indications the serious indictable offenses have been committed regarding the administration of experimental treatments. The report contains the toxicology reports of injection vials that have been forensically examined with the findings that provide, quote, more than enough grounds for the police to apply for the Police and Criminal Evidence Act of 1984 warrant and seize injection vials for themselves. The police will then be able to submit them to a home office laboratory with a view to replicate the findings and will enable them to possess their own hard evidence to support serious indictable offenses. Additionally, the police, in line with the line of duty of care to the public, have been asked to request the immediate secession of these experimental treatment rollout. Crazy. So they're basically petitioning the police to do their own study and say, we have, we have it. We have it. We have the ingredients and we want you to seize the ingredients and conduct your own test. Interesting. And so this is a fairly, a fairly lengthy article, guys. I'm just going to kind of breeze through it so we can, again, get this stuff on record. And if people are listening in sequential order, maybe this will make you go back and listen to 1201. This will also really excite you for when we release the preseason episodes where we get into this. Dr. Andreas Nowak, Dr. Frank Zawaleski, Dr. Pablo Compra, Dr. Carrie Midday. These are all people that have studied the graph that have studied the vials and found graphene oxide. And now we're hearing again, more information confirming it. And so what's going to happen is we're just going to have the same way that we have all this information, the doctors, you know, the vials, the studies, the reports, like it's just going to be condensed. And then we're going to move past this. And then we're going to be starting, starting to talk about biohacking, transhumanism, remote mind control, remote behavior, influencing, um, 5G and how dangerous this is. We put this video out on our Telegram or on our Instagram. It'll come out on our Telegram here shortly in Mexico of a massive bird die off of just birds flying. And then boom, out of nowhere, you just see this, this, this massive flock straight hit the ground. Is it a seismic quake? Is it an earthquake? Is it a tectonic shift type thing? Was there, was there a rocket? What makes an entire flock of birds drop like that. It's not the graphene oxide. My thought process is, you guessed it, 5G, silent weapons for quiet wars, things like this. Let me read about just these vials and the things they found. It says, the inclusions that are not declared by the manufacturer were the focus of this particular analysis, primarily graphene and carbon-related nanostructures in form of carbon or graphene composites, graphene and associated with polyethylene glycol, graphene oxide, iron oxide compounds, and calcite. 
The analysis of all four vials contain contents identified objects that are similar and have been defined and illustrated with within the report individually. And then it says that uh, the identified inclusions were graphene nano ribbons coated with polyethylene glycol, graphene composite form one, graphene composite form two, microcrystalline calcite with carbonaceous inclusions, graphene nanoform with and without fluorescence, sketchy graphene nano objects and graphene nano scrolls. So I'm sure if we were to read a little bit more about these graphene composite forms, one and two, we would read about how some of them begin to, 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 to look almost serpentine, like a, like, a, like a snake, like there is a centralized head and that there is a tail that moves around. The other form is what they call a spatula. And I, what some people have called a spatula. Dr. Pablo Comper calls it a spatula, where it has like a, a, a base. And then from that base, a, a stem basically pops up. And then that little head at the top of that stem could be that. I, I don't know. But these are, again, some of the things that we've seen uh, with these shots. So right here, it's Moderna 1. The first sample that was evaluated was the Moderna 1, which was examined by Raymond Spectros Spectroscopy. The investigation clearly showed that all the inclusions within the vaccine have a strong carbon signal with confirmed graphene compositions of some representative forms. And so this is what I mean. Dr. Frank Zawaleski talks about this, the aluminum carbon entity. And this is why you hear me talking about graphene oxide and aluminum carbon, because this is, these are, these are some of the chemical analyses that they're finding in the compounds. Interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to skirt through here real quick, guys. See if I can try to find some of the serpentine, uh, like structures. And then we're, we're, we're going to move on. Oh, there's not much here. We're going to have to, it doesn't seem like it has it in this one. We might have to go to the actual full report. Okay. Oh, wow. So this is an actual PDF file that we might have to link here. It's an 88-page briefing. Wow. Okay. Is this even showing still? Yeah. All right, cool. We're still we're still showing it. Perfect. So let's see what page begins to show us some of these serpentine-like structures. I know they're here. And uh, I'm just clicking through them, and I'm I'm sorry, you know, for people that actually want me to read what some of this is. I'm just trying to find one particular thing. Sharp spicule of unknown composition. And again, this is these are the contents in these vaccines that they're shooting inside of everyone. This is this is what this is why they want to get everybody to get the shot. We talk about mass formation psychosis and things like this. This is going to take it into a whole nother level. Can you imagine what society is going to look like when this stuff begins to get activated? Here's what it says, ribbons. ribbons ribbon forms of nearly transparent microforms are found in fair numbers in the slide. These are often half embedded in the solution with one end projecting outside the material. The carbon composites of both form one and two are also present in great numbers. 
Form 1 settles on top of the material, while Form 2 is found on mid-levels of the solidified medium. Graphene nanoforms are present in fair numbers within the slide material, along with some scrolls. So sketchy. And they're just pumping this stuff into people, left and right. Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca. So yeah, maybe I'll put I'll put this link in the description bar below if you guys want to check it out. I want to read a little bit more into this. It comes from Renegade Tribune. It's by Patricia Herity of the Expose. They put this up February 14th. And as I said before, it did drop in our telegram. Let me see if I can migrate over here real quick for you guys. And we'll pull up that clip of these this huge flock of birds seen mysteriously dropping dead mid-flight. So since there's not really any audio of the actual event, I'm just going to let it keep replaying over here as we describe it. But the same way I'm talking about mass formation, psychosis, remote mind control behavior, uh, Jesus, silent weapons for quiet wars, things like this directed energy beams what could what could cause this audio listeners you guys can't see this but what could cause hundreds if not thousands of birds to immediately drop to the floor some of them some of them dead some of them died was it a power line right what could cause something like this to where all of them as a whole just straight fall to the ground. This is incredible. So I guess the main thing to take away with all of what we just kind of covered in a quick smattering, graphene oxide, remote mind control, behavior modification, mass mass flock die-offs, is we're in the future. And it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. It's like just uh, just just before we started recording 1202, I was talking with one of our exclusive members, Jensen. And he asked me, you know, do you think a massive die-off is going to take place? And I had to reluctantly tell him that, yes, I do. I, I think that we are in an extermination agenda right now, no doubt. But then he wanted me to elaborate. Do you think we'll start seeing people dead in the streets? Well, think about what I just played for you. Those are just birds. If they turn on that graphene oxide, if they if they activate the 5G, graphene oxide can damage your central nervous system. Hurt your heart and hurt your brain. If they turn on that 5G... Who's to say that it's not a kill shot? This is what this is why you've heard the phrase a binary weapon. It's a soft kill option. Because of all that, that's why it's one of the most sophisticated weapons of our time. They shoot you with that shot. Great, you don't die right off the bat. That's a category one issue. The long kill, the soft kill option of being able to turn you off remotely or manipulate your behavior if you don't start acting right. This is the future. You've got to think about where we're at. Mass die-offs, all they have to do is hit a certain frequency. 
all they have to do is hit a certain frequency. We are in the future, ladies and gentlemen, and I think a lot of us need to grow up. I think a lot of us need to grow up. You know. Yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to put that in the description bar below. Official UK lab report confirms COVID-19 vaccines definitely contained graphene oxide, and I'll put the case briefing document attached to it in the description bar below. I, I think what's what's so crazy is I just, week after week, I'm describing the tidbits of information that get out confirming how we are being forcibly upgraded into a, 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 a monstrosity. That we are being, again, forcibly evolved into this human and in this human 2.0 truly crazy let's get into a couple more of these radar read type articles and then i'll read one more that i pulled aside for you guys that i think will pay play a huge part uh in the current battlefield in the current landscape especially with what's going on with the truckers right now but let's read a couple more of these articles and then we will Get back into this. TikToker claims racism during Super Bowl halftime show. Says crowd cheered. Says crowd cheering more for white rapper Eminem feels like a hate crime. We're not going to get into that. We're just not going to get into that. (laughs) God, dude. Oh my God, bread and circus. Imagine being that low IQ where that's the that's what you're excited about right now. Not about. Not, not about people discovering the light of liberty worldwide. Not about the entire world experiencing uh, the quakes of the Great Awakening. No, 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 no. Eminem was at the Super Bowl performing, and that's 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 white. Oh my, I can't like I can't even do it. I can't even do it. That's what I'm saying. Low IQ. The devil's lettuce. Rupert Murdoch's tabloid roasted for reporting on Snoop Dogg smoking weed in California, having some of the devil's lettuce, I see. My God. This is this is why our nation has become a joke. Maybe I should have waited to do this a day after. Let the Valentine's Day Super Bowl nonsense dribble uh, work through everything because it is ridiculous. Moving on. Justin. D.C. Mayor Bowser announces an end to mask and vaccine requirements for indoor venues, but they will keep children muzzled. Ah, that doesn't seem like a win. It's like people were going, you don't need a vaccine or a mask to eat. It's the children taking a step further. You see, this is this is them giving you breadcrumbs. You want to talk about you want to talk about bread and circus. Here is them giving you breadcrumbs. Oh, we heard that you were going to have a trucker convoy come to D.C. now that the Super Bowl is over. Uh, we'll remove mask mandates and vaccine mandates, but we're still going to brain traumatize your children. We're still going to scramble their brains by keeping them muzzled. We need to keep the pressure. you know. And I, and I have to say this, too, because the, the American trucker convoy is taking too long. It really is taking too long. They're telegraphing their plans. Oh, are we going to do the Super Bowl? Oh, let's do DC. Oh, it's taking too long. I think one of the main things that's a response with the with the Canadian trucker convoy is how fast they acted. There was no hesitation. There wasn't some like debating. We didn't get news like, hey, these these guys up here in Canada, they might be going here or they might be going there. They mobilized. They acted. They didn't sit over here and you know 
oh, I want to do that too. Even the people in Canberra, in Australia, they mobilized. They got activated. You're seeing everyone else not telegraph their moves, but make them. Oh, but here in America, we're still shook, bro. We're st- we're, we are still shook by January 6th, and so people aren't going to act. And so because of us being shook, the rest of the Western nations are rising up. It's a shame, man. We used to have, we used to hold the light of liberty. And now we just see others lighting theirs. Moving forward. Freedom Convoy braces for false flag as truckload of 3,500 guns goes missing in Ontario. Let's read about that. Because we've been hearing a lot about... We've all been wondering what's going on with the Freedom Convoy. We've heard this thought process come out as well. We We know they're setting them up for a false flag. Freedom Freedom Convoy braces for false flag as truckload of 3,500 guns goes missing in Ontario. An article by Baxter Dimitri of Newspunch, they put this up February 14th. It says the Freedom Convoy in Ontario is bracing for a, quote, false flag attack by the establishment elites after a truckload of 3,500 firearms and magazines was stolen early Sunday morning in Peterborough. That was the same place where we saw that uh, automaton police officer hand that lady a notice at her front door saying, we're just monitoring you on Facebook. That's okay. The establishment led by unpopular prime minister, Justin Trudeau has been trying to sway public opinion against the truckers and the freedom convoy. However, the establishment has failed miserably in this endeavor with a current poll indicating just 16% of Canadians are prepared to vote for Trudeau. The freedom convoy is now bracing for foul play from the elites with reports from the camp indicating many believe a, quote, false flag is currently in the works designed to reclaim the narrative and reflect badly on the truckers. Information regarding the truckload of weapons remains thin on the ground. However, Peterborough Police Service said in a press release that, quote, more than 2,000 firearms with clips were reported to be in the truck. The Star Report says very few details were included in the release and a detective assigned to the case would not comment further despite publicly posted recordings of what appear to be police dispatches detailing the theft. A senior, a senior policing source has confirmed that a trailer full of long guns had been stolen and had not been located. And so, I don't put it past them. I don't put it past these type of encounters. I don't put it past, you know, false flag events shooting truckers because again if you start causing chaos and violence like that that green lights the cps the child protective services cyfd those type of people to go in there and say hey this is a dangerous environment we're going to we're going to detain your kids we're going to kidnap your kids we're also going to declare you as a unfit parent i could definitely see something like this going off because canadians they're peace loving people but I could definitely see something like this going down. So what I'm going to do for you guys instead, I'm going to play this piece by Greg Reese that came out. He talks about Peter slowly and how there's all, he, he foreshadowed this. Wexit, I think it is, 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 is somebody that started the Wexit movement. He's like a globalist shield type guy. He said this. So let's play this quick, this quick piece by Greg Reese. And then we'll get into this, this other, this other article about Trudeau and basically about how they're, 
preparing to take on Canadian citizens. And as I said before, last week, and as I'm saying again this week, uh, what's happening in Canada right now is a dress rehearsal for what will happen to the rest of the world. The rest of the the west the rest of these compromised nations of the Western world, you know, they want to get it on with their civilians. They want to eradicate the centers. Justin Trudeau has actually come out saying he he idolizes Inflation, China. War. He idolizes China. He wants to have it. He wants to have his own dictatorship. You know, these people want to take on their citizens. They're looking at what's going on. To be self-sufficient, and that's Alex. Hold on, bro. Jeez. They're saying what's going on in Canada is a perfect dry rehearsal. So let me play this clip. I'll stop talking. Alex will stop talking. We'll play this clip, and then we'll get into this other article on the other side. Here's Greg Reese's most latest report titled Trudeau Deploys Globalist Police Force Against Historic Peaceful, Peaceful Protest. Our government has been in close contact with the mayor of Ottawa and municipal and provincial officials. So far, the RCMP has mobilized nearly 300 officers to support the Ottawa police services and is ready to do more. Rather than face the Canadian people, Justin Trudeau is sicking his police on them. Governments have been hiring globalist players and thugs for years. Meet Peter Slowly, known for being woke. Seven years ago, as deputy police chief, Peter slowly said that being black made him a suitable candidate for Toronto's next police chief and claimed a more important factor was his experience as a United Nations peacekeeper, an international police force known for raping and pillaging communities under the flag of peace. It was reported that there was much animosity when Slowly was not chosen to be Toronto's first black police chief. And a year later, he resigned. During his resignation speech, he bragged about tempting offers coming from the international private sector and went on immediately to join the company Deloitte, whose CEO sits on the board of directors at Pfizer and who was awarded over $40 million by the CDC to build a vaccine management system. A couple months before the COVID-19 scandemic, Peter Slowly was made chief of the Ottawa police. While the world celebrates the inspiring human spirit coming from the people of Canada, their own police steal their gasoline to freeze them out. Families and children and the foundations of an incoming false flag are now being identified. Meet Peter Downing, a former cop for the RCMP who was given full pay and a clean record after a criminal conviction. Downing is the head of Wexit, an Alberta separatist movement seeking to overrule Canadian law with decrees set by the United Nations and funded by a woman who sits on the board of the Atlantic Council. The Atlantic Council founded CrowdStrike, which ties them to Hillary Clinton. They are funded by George Soros and the Ukraine's Burisma. They are considered a threat to constitutional order by the Russian government, and they fund Peter Downing's Wexit. Wexit has made itself a part of the Ottawa protests, and their connections to George Soros and the RCMP should be cause for alarm. 
people need to be on the lookout for state-sponsored shenanigans. We've been told that one of the triggers or indicators where we know that they are going to physically move against us and start arresting us is when our media goes down. When all of our telecommunications devices do go down, when we go fully black, the next phase of this will be the public order units will move in on us and start kettling. This is it. If there's a media blackout of everybody that you're connected to with this Freedom Convoy, that's your trigger that you know something is up. And I would encourage you to make arrangements and immediately start heading to Ottawa. Trudeau's liberals are now scurrying to pass their new anti-hate laws straight out of communist China, where a Canadian can be fined $70,000 and thrown in jail for up to four years for the crime of posting anything on the internet that the government deems inappropriate. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right. All right. Good stuff by the great Greg Reese. Yeah, watch out for state-sponsored terror attacks. And now, Trudeau to unleash never-before-used Emergency Powers Act to counter protests at the U.S.-Canada Bridge, or as the U.S.-Canada Bridge reopens. Let's think about this. Peter Downing, the Wexit movement connected to George Soros, Let's think about this. They just talked about missing 3,500 guns, armed, violent attacks taking place. This is exactly what they want. And again, you know they're trying to set this up for America as well. You know they're trying to figure out how to set up right-wingers, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, patriots, and more. This is it. This is the type of event that would take place. And so a fair amount of the truckers are actually there for you, for me, for my for my wife, for my child, for their wives, for their children, for all of everybody's children, for the future. And the same way that you have pro-establishment hackers that go after Give, Send, Go for trying to support these people is the same way that you have pro-establishment extremists and accelerationists that want to see this thing go down. They love the idea of destroying these movements. They love the idea of getting them in there and sowing this sin, sowing chaos. And I've talked about this before as well. Even some of the protests and things that I've attended here. That the minute that you bring a gun to these protests is the minute that it gets escalated. That they do see you as a threat. If you, if again, if you need violence or if you need a threat to get across your thought process is probably not a just one and that's how these people are going to react they're going to treat you and target you like a threat they're trying to set these truckers up these people are trying to figure out how to go to war against their citizens again i think this is another piece that came out premier doug ford talked about laying down the law again i'm jumping all over the place maybe i should go play that clip for you guys instead before we jump into this article, but it's just, we're talking about this type of stuff now. We're talking about how the establishment is actively coming after its citizens. 
It's criminalizing dissent. It's calling citizens terrorists. This is like, I wish this is a civil war. Like I wish we could, I wish I had more of a language to explain this. It's just truly incredible. Truly incredible. So I think what I'll do instead is I'll cover all of that in greater detail on this week's podcast episode. Doug Ford declaring a state of emergency. You know what? We'll just go ahead and pull it up. Yeah, let's just go ahead and pull it up. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and pull it up and play that quick clip for you guys, and then we'll read that article. My bad. We're all over the place. Just trying to get a good show going. Get a good flow going. It's just everything's moving so fast. This protest, our responses to it, like everything's just moving super fast. But that's how this goes. Uh, We're definitely not going to get any breaks moving forward. That's for sure. I definitely see more chaos, more destabilization, more civil unrest. In our future. Okay. So whenever Telegram doesn't want to be a hindrance, we can we can go ahead and do this. Really, I'm just trying to play this clip so we can move on. We've got very crucial information that we need to cover with very little time. Here it is. Gosh. It's always, does technology do that for you guys too? It's like only whenever you're trying to do things, does it not? I want to work, but uh, here is Premier Doug Ford declaring a state of emergency in Ontario. We have every intention to bring new legislation forward that will make these measures permanent in law. We're taking these steps necessary to support our police as they do what it takes to restore law and order. And please, my friends, make no mistake, this is a pivotal pivotal moment for our nation. The eyes of the world Come on. pivotal moment for our nation. The eyes of the world. If it's going to be like this, we got to move on. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll just cover this on the, uh, we'll just cover this on the main transmission. Early later on this week. We'll just do that. How about that? Let's get into this article. Trudeau to unleash never before used Emergency Powers Act to counter protests as the US Canada Bridge reopens. An article by Zero Hedge, they put this up February 14th. It says Canadian Broadcasting Corporation has learned that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, quote, will inform the provinces he will invoke the Emergencies Act to give the government 
extra powers to deal with the protests across the country. Across the country, not just in Ontario, not just in Ottawa, across the country. But in a meeting with the Liberal caucus, the prime minister said there there were no plans to deploy the military. The move following a meeting Sunday on the federal cabinet and its incidents response group Trudeau tweeted late Sunday that the IRG discussed, quote, further actions the government can take to help in the blockades and occupations. Earlier that day, Emergency Preparedness Minister Bill Blair told TBC's Rosemary Barton Live that the federal government has discussed invoking special emergency powers to deal with the ongoing protests in Ottawa. Blair described the, attrib- the attitude around invoking the Emergencies Act as, quote, appropriate caution rather than, quote, reticence. As CBC concludes, the law gives the federal government carte blanche to cope with a crisis, including the ability to enact emergency powers that allow it to prohibit travel within a specific specified area or remove personal property while imposing fines or jail time on people contravening new orders. This is basically the ability to unleash, quote, selective martial law on Canadians. And that's exactly what Trudeau said. He said he idolized. He literally idolized China. (laughs) <laughs> he said he idolized them already. Think about that. You idolize the basic di- dictatorship of China because it allows for you to move faster. That's what he wanted. He wanted to create a situation where he could stand on the global stage and be a dictator. You got to think, in this situation, Justin Trudeau is either looking at Klaus Schwab as his lord and savior or looking at his fellow countrymen his fellow brothers and sisters, the people he grew up with as people. He's going to choose Klaus Schwab. He's going to declare that dictatorship. And that's what we're seeing. That's what they mean by carte blanche rights and rules, state-sponsored terror attacks. This is why you've got the police, the RCMP, running around saying, hey, we're going to arrest you without warrant. This is why they're giving, giving them notices because they're basically about to declare war on these citizens. That's exactly what this is. Let me read a little bit more. It says that this comes after after reports on Sunday, Canadian officials declared the roadway and arrested, quote, Freedom Convoy demonstrators who held the line and blocked the, the busiest U.S.-Canada border crossing for nearly a week. Canadian officials confirmed the bridge reopened earlier Monday morning as Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is expected to invoke emergency powers to squash protesters around the country. Traffic cameras on Ambassador Bridge, which connects Windsor and Canadian automotive plants with Detroit, show increased traffic flows around 9.30 Eastern time in both directions into U.S. and into Canada. And it's just showing how they're blocked, not getting anywhere. And again, it's funny how they're able to shut us down, lock us down for an entire year, almost to traumatize our children, muzzle them, give them brain damage, inject them with experimental chemicals, And the minute that we shut down their money train, their gravy train, they call us insurrectionists. They call us domestic terrorists. They say that, oh, these people want to overthrow the government. They're they're Russian agents. While the bridge's reopening has been called a success by the government, demonstrators against medical tyranny disrupted hundreds of millions of trade between both countries. Bloomberg reports the price of the six-day shutdown cost a whopping $13.5 million an hour in traded goods and forced car makers to shutter or limit production at plants in Ontario and Detroit. 
about 500 miles northeast of Windsor, CBS News reporters uh, reports protesters in Ottawa, Canada's capital, continue to, quote, paralyze downtown. The occupation of Ottawa has incited a movement across the country of freedom-loving people, creating congestion across highways, metro areas, and border crossings, all because they're fed up with with Trudeau's vaccine mandates and restrictions. The government is struggling to quell the assembly of freedom-loving people across from across the country as Trudeau's government plays a whack-a-mole to squash protesters wherever they show up. Wherever they show up. And so, I, 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 to me, I think it can't be overstated or understated enough that we are literally looking at the blueprint that will be deployed everywhere. This gives him the ability to have selective martial law on Canadians. We are seeing the blueprint of what will be deployed against the rest of the Western nations because they're trying to declare martial law. They're trying to squash dissent. They're trying to stifle success. This is their plan. Joe Biden going into the weekend said, hey, I recommend you use the the full weight of the federal government against these citizens. So again, the same way that police officers coming up to your house saying, hey, we watch what you posted on Facebook. We're just giving you a notice. That would not be acceptable pre-COVID. But because we're post-COVID, we're done playing COVID, and we've been infected with authoritarianism, these people can get away with a lot more than we think. And they're going to try. They got away with muzzling our kids for two years. They got away with injecting billions of people with experimental gene therapies. Heck yes, they're going to make a power play and try to tell you that standing up to them is a crime. Heck yes, they're going to say you defending yourself is considered extremist activity. Heck yes, shutting shutting down their money-making operation will be considered a criminal act. Heck yeah, that's how they're going to see you. Because these people are not honorable. They fly a bannerless flag and they communicate in between the lines with secret handshakes. These are not respectful people. They are beholden to no one, only to themselves and to the criminal cabal. And so again, what you see taking place in Canada is a microcosm as to what will take place around the west of, around the rest of the world. And we're going to have to talk more about that on this week's podcast episode. But this is me letting you guys know, look at where we're at. Count the cost. Every, and, and, and I think when I say count the cost, I'm really going to try to break that down in the future. Because this is a perfect example, the trucker protest, again, of counting the cost. Looking at where we're at. That the trucker protest does aid the Great Reset. It does aid the the... the supply chain disruption, inflation shortages, and things like this. But again, count the cost. Is that a move that we're willing to make? Is that something that we're willing to stand behind? We're going to have to because it's not about inflation. It's not about the supply chain disruption. It's not about the shortages. At a certain level, it's not even about the truckers. It's about whether or not we get to be free people and decide what goes in our body. Whether or not we have the right God-given inalienable rights to be humans or we will be nothing but rendered down to slaves 
And that's what they're teaching right now. I remember I, I watched this video of this multi-haired, multi-facial piercing person they found out there in Canada who was against the protests. And she's like, oh my God, I took my mask off whenever I'm around them because they, they're just so intimidating. As if taking off your mask is a bad thing because you felt intimidated to breathe free air. People don't see the level of, again, psychological warfare that's being deployed on the people and how it's all being carried out by inversionists. Carried out by people who, who, who know what they're doing. Who know that they are actively subverting reality, logic, truth, common sense, and decency. I didn't get around to playing it. I mentioned it as I do with many other things that are going on in this world. But like I said, going into <laughs> going into the weekend, Scottsdale, Arizona held the largest satanic conference ever conducted this weekend. Largest ever. Didn't hear a word about it. Satan Con is what they call it. Satan Con 2022. We're in this time frame now where you have people openly worshiping the devil, openly praying to the dark one, openly saying, this is where my allegiance lies. And yet still people can't see it. And so what we have to do is keep the pressure. We have to keep the faith. The same way they have a radical devotion to degeneracy, decadence, evil, wickedness, again, usurpation of, 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 of logic, truth, decency, common sense, and so much more is the same way that we have to have a radical devotion to decency, integrity, humanity, uh, 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 righteousness, morality. You've heard me talk about it time and time again on the show because it still reigns true. Reject modernity, embrace traditionalism. These people are trying to disrupt you. They're trying to destroy you. They're trying to rob you of your mind and ultimately rob you of yourself, rob you of your right to be a sovereign human being, to be a self-sustained and sentient entity. They're trying to render you down into the render you down to that of a slave when you were so much more. And so that's what the trucker protest is really about. Do we have the right to be respected? Do we have the right to be listened to? And do we have the right to stand up for ourselves? But that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I know a fairly short transmission. We could be here for hours, but I'm not trying to do that this time. No, ma'am. Nope. No, sir. I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to make it short, quick, and to the point. Hopefully, this will train me to make more information-packed transmissions when we get back into the regular flow of things. It's the Minicast Monday. Um, and if you guys want us to bring back our Instagram crew casts on Instagram, well, we have to have more exclusive members. We kind of brought back the whole page ahead of its time. The support definitely wasn't there. People are following. That's great. Uh, but in order for us to be aligned with our word, to have our word be our bond, in order for us to continue to do these shows for the public audience, we need three more exclusive members. So that means that you guys, you listening right now, please go to the link in the description bar below, go down to coffee.com or even message me privately and say, Hey, EJ, I don't have us dollars or I don't have a fiat currency. Can we do this through the crypto options? That's also available. In order for us to come back on Instagram live and continue to do the crew cast with you guys every Tuesday, we need you guys to become exclusive members. So hit the link in the description bar below, support this operation. And while you're down there, 
make sure you click on the, 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 the case study for this graphene oxide contents that they're finding in the vaccines. I'll be sure to put that there as well. The 88-page case briefing document that shows uh, graphene oxide, the deadly contents within the Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Moderna vaccines. Click that. Like this, there's, there's so much information that I provide to you guys all for free. All I'm really asking is that you guys support us. That's it. Once a month, twice a month, however you see fit. But it's truly up to you. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant, expose lies, and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, and the exclusive members crew. Out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.